Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1335, air date October 4th, 2023. And you can hear me okay, Dr. Shiva? Yep, I can hear you perfectly, yep. Awesome, let me know when you're ready to start. We are, we're started. Go ahead, John, you're ready, right? We've, we've already started. You, you guys are live. Go ahead, uh, DJ. We're live. Okay. DJ, go ahead. Awesome. Dr. Shiva, thank you for, can you hear me okay? I'm talking. Yeah. Yeah, we can hear you fine. Okay. Uh, oh, okay, awesome. Um, first of all, uh, I'd like to uh, give thanks to uh, our almighty Father, Creator, Messiah, the most powerful, uh, give thanks to Jesus Christ. And I'd like to... Um, pray to the Holy Spirit that uh, this interview is controlled with his Christ light and the words that come from my heart and my mouth and also that the world that is receiving this information from the both of us be of uh, the most powerful use. And um, I give thanks for this time with you because uh, the, the work that you are doing is so incredibly important at this time in our uh, entire global, spiritual, biblical, uh, scientific history in, of the world as we know it today. And then also too, I wanna introduce everyone to Dr. Shiva. If you don't know by now, you should know, he is uh, Dr. Shiva Ayadurai, and I hope I'm saying that correctly, uh, the inventor of email. Yes, he invented email. And he is of course a scientist, uh, innovator, educator. Uh, he holds four degrees from MIT, the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, or maybe I should say the Massachusetts Institute of Technology Military Industrial Complex. And he is also a Fulbright Scholar and uh, Limelson MIT Awards finalist and Westinghouse Science Talent Honors Award recipient. You are, I, I feel very blessed to be talking talking to one of the most brilliant minds on our planet today. Thank you, Dr. Shiva, for uh, rescheduling this interview with me and being here. I really honor Christ. He's my master first, and then I have a couple of top three, and you're probably one of them. So I really appreciate you being here. Thank you. Thank you, DJ. Very nice to be here. Hope you're well. Awesome. So let's start. I am. Yeah. Thank God. Praise the Holy Spirit. Well, um, as our as our title and our yeah, let's, let's let's just jump right in. I have a I have a lot I want to ask you, and I have um, some things I'd also love to to share with you and the and the the world. Uh, first of all, my education is uh, and background is primarily in uh, media. However, uh, even mm -hmm. before I knew my assignment or my purpose in life, I began to do things and get certifications that qualified me to be able to 
maybe it was a, a cultural, it was a, a spiritual or cultural or muscle memory of my um, elders, what people call ancestors. I call them elders, the people who came before us. And I ended up getting a certification in permaculture, which is regenerative ecological design. So my propensity towards soil health and the soil and the earth started to grow stronger and stronger in my awareness, in my consciousness, and it was inescapable. So as I began to to continue to educate myself about what to do about this insatiable passion, desire, and need to farm again, as our people in this nation have done. We, you know, our we're called black people, but our nationality is Hebrew. To be to be clear, there were so there was so much land that we were supposed to have from America, obviously, and yet those who were able to come out of what was called slavery and and have land. We were in such a powerful position to be able to empower ourselves through our food. One of the most critical, critical aspects of being able to live on this planet today, it's seed and soil and food. So when I started hearing about you, which was around the end of 2019 and to the beginning of 2020, I started to see uh, imperialism beginning to affect every single aspect of our lives, even our mental well-being. And when I realized that you took your, yourself and your world and you came out of a system of po power, profit and control and used your life and your, your intelligence and your science and background to regenerate information that people need to know, I started to realize how much I could apply this knowledge that you're teaching us to, to soil health and biology and what my assignment that I've been given uh, in this world. So the first question I really want to ask you is um, uh, I'm going to go in hard. Okay. I'm just going to say it. Bill Gates, let's go. And the crucial role in, you know, regulating the earth's climate, uh, you know, the regulation of planting trees and, and uh, being uh, uh, carbon, uh, healthy in soil, how do you how do you respond to someone who says like him that uh, planting trees and 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 the carbon that we get from trees and, and that we need is nonsense? Please explain that if and, and just whatever your view and your opinion is on on his idea of what that is. We all know who Bill Gates is. Yeah. So I think, DJ, I think the key thing people need to understand so they understand who the enemy is. Um, Bill Gates is an obvious enemy, right? But if you look around him, and I want to answer this, is that there's a bunch of other people I can also believe yes. exactly what he says, like Booby Effing Kennedy completely supports the climate change nonsense. All right. Uh, and so on. And people need to understand that he's the obvious establishment, but there's a not so obvious establishment, Hillary Clinton, Kennedy's, all of them. So this notion of the uh, a lot of what they're pushing and they're able to fabricate is because we're living in a world right now um, where the average person, there's some music, John, in the background. Do you hear that music, DJ? DJ? Hello? I have none here. Oh, maybe it's John. Uh, I hear John. some music. Um, I will do my best to. Oh, there it is. Okay, I muted John. Okay. I don't know, it's somewhere. And I can also but, uh, go on mute while you're speaking, so you can continue. Yeah, yeah. so what I wanted to share was that um, uh, 
first of all, the reason Bill Gates and all of his um, people are able to manipulate people, the obvious and the not so obvious, is because there's a, a deep lack of understanding of what a system is, okay? And the principles of all systems. Um, we live in a world of complex systems right now. Your body is a system, the earth is a system, everything is a system. Now, any system that exists in the universe has a property called resilience, R-E-S-I-L-I-E-N-C. It's, it's actually a systems property. Um, so a, systems, a system that's resilient is able to take a hit, right? And it knows how to process that hit and get stronger from it, okay? A simple example you can see is a tree. A wind comes, a tree that stands very stiff will break, okay? But a tree that knows how to bend, right? The wind comes and it snaps back right? And it comes back into that. Um, when you're held, when you have, a, and these are some very interesting systems properties, resilience, flexibility, right? Endurance. These are systems properties. So when a complex system like your body also takes a hit, I don't know, quote unquote, a virus or quote unquote, bacteria, whatever it is, right? Physical stress, emotional stress, people who are strong can take that hit and snap back. People who are weak will overnight just snap, right? So the purpose of life is to, first of all, understand these systems properties and to become a resilient system. So everything that they're preaching is based on thinking that the earth is some weakling system. So that's one piece that they're basing that the earth doesn't have all sorts of control mechanisms. And, and, the, pe and the people and the, and, the, and the people as well. Yes, and the people as well right. are, are weak yeah. as well. Like we're weak earthlings, so therefore, you know, right. if the wind blows and however their right. system blows, we just fall over into it, basically. Right. So, so the whole thesis is you're a weak system and you need us to help you. The earth is weak. You need us to help you, right? But complex systems have the property of a resilience. Now, Bill Gates actually knows this, okay? Um, but his goal and the goal of the elites by design is to destroy as much life as possible. Life at a very fundamental level, they wanna convert everything to machines, humans become machines, machines become humans, quote unquote humans, right? So this is what they're at. And that's why, you know, in a lot of our work, when we launched our campaign, we started off with a simple graph, you know, the X axis and the Y axis from 1970, 80 till today, the lifespan of human beings is going like an upside down umbrella. So your child or anyone's child listening is going to have a shorter lifespan than you. And it's not because of the vaccine. It's not because of the toxins. It's not because of any one thing. It's a whole bunch of policies that the Democrats and Republicans and the left and right have instituted over the last seven, eight decades, starting with the Kennedys and in the 70s when consolidation of power took place to ensure that you basically don't care about others at a minimum. And if you want to take it much more conspiratorial, it's basically to ensure that uh, others don't live and they get to have the earth for themselves. So anything they can pummel into the uh, ether of putting quote unquote science to justify to say, well, but if you look at the earth, um, all of the climate change models that they did, uh, and that's in the IPCC report, there's around 120 different mathematical models that they use to uh, predict the level of CO2 that would be trapped in the atmosphere. And then using that, they calculated how much temperature increase that would come. Well, you would think that they would all converge if 120 models, everyone would come to a single answer. They don't. 
there's 120 different answers, okay? Some of the models predict all of the ice on the polar ice caps will melt. The other models predict nothing will melt. Others will predict 890, 80%, 70%. So there's one model, one multiple answers for what's gonna occur. This is not science, that's not evidence. Evidence is defined as reproducible predictions, okay? They don't have a reproducible prediction. They have yes. 120 predictions, right? So this is fundamental science. Um, so they don't right. have any fundamental mm -hmm. science. And because uh, too many people are taking humanities courses all day long, nothing against the humanities. I love poetry and all that kind of stuff, but no one's learning fundamental science anymore. No one knows the laws of thermodynamics. No one knows how to solve an integral, a differential equation. But fundamentally, people don't have this very important concept in science, which is you, you can make random claims. Oh, don't eat this, eat this, do eat this. And the fundamental thing in science is how much, how much you can eat too much kale. Okay. And you're going to shoot out, you know, your thyroid. Okay. That's right. Or <laughs> we're just juicing kale all day. Right. And I said, Alan, you should be careful. He goes, what do you mean? I said, well, you know, there's goitrogens in it. You know, you may want to steam it. And anyway, he kept doing it. A year later, I met him and he said, oh, I'm going to have to have thyroid surgery. I go, why? Oh, they say something's right. My th they pulled this thyroid out. Okay. So even the best foods can affect you. Okay. Similarly, it comes down to how much everything in life is about how much. So when you talk about um, the temperature rising related to CO2 being trapped, how much? And the reality is they don't know how much, but more importantly, getting back to this concept of resilience and all right. of those 120 models, they never included clouds. Okay. The clouds, are the feedback system just like the iris in your eye? If I were to shine a bright light at you, your eyes don't. They see never included open. what? Because the sound, the sound just. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, the they sound didn't just include... went in and out, Doctor Shiva. They, they don't include what? You said clouds. 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 C L O U D S. Said so they did not include clouds, right? Because what clouds do, DJ, is they uh, can. Uh, uh, hold radiation in the up in the atmosphere or release it. They're like literally like the iris in your eye, right? If I were to shine a bunch of light, your eyes, you know, your pupils close, right? The iris does that. Mm. Or wise. So the clouds were never included in any of these models. Again, they think the earth is a dumb system. The earth, um, you know, has existed for billions of years. The temperature of the sun has a lot of intelligence. Know, it's very intelligent. It's yes. intelligent. So it's an intelligent system. So there's two kinds of systems, a dumb system, which receives input and puts out output. A smart system decides what input it's gonna take to achieve the output it wants. And it's what it's observing. The earth is a very intelligent system. They, you're an intelligent system, but they wanna make human beings dumb systems, receive information and do this. So, you know, um, you know, in truth, freedom and health, we have an entire system of curricula called the foundations of systems, what I used to teach at MIT. And we teach people the knowledge of systems because once people understand system science, systems biology, right? Systems ecology, systems medicine, you can apply system science to everything. People can actually see um, it's all about how much and that there's intelligence right. systems and then there's dumb systems. You know, I know we wanted to talk about like the systems biology of soil, right? I know that's what you work on, um, but we, we should, but yes these the earth is an intelligent system if you feed your body and you support your body with the right nutrition your body awakens intelligence 
So what they're trying to do with controlling the environment is they're actually seeding clouds, right? They know clouds are the key. They actually, the clouds are the intelligent piece mm -hmm. of the earth system. So my thesis now is that they're actually destroying the clouds. So the clouds cannot modulate temperature. And that's what a lot of this is about. The clouds are the key. The clouds were not included in any of their models because if you they mean like the, um, you mean like the, uh, the, 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 you, you mean like the way that the, um, the, the Kim, like the chemtrails that are really good, like, like spraying things in the, in the air, the atmosphere. And yeah. yeah. So what, what's like happening clouds, is they're really not. Yeah, it turns out <laughs> that, yeah, it turns out from a lot of research that people have done commercial airlines, you know, with all these commercial flights that take place, all the flying, forget even chemtrails for a second, the commercial flights themselves have manipulated the environment. Okay. Um, the airline industry itself at it has grown. Right. And so people don't want to talk about that because that means you would shut down the airline industry. But what's happened is the, the airline industry itself, there's some data that's showing that when people fly, they're using the air, the commercial airlines to put chemicals into the atmosphere to, to manipulate the clouds. But the clouds don't need to be manipulated. They're very intelligent, right? Clouds know how to form, how to create various types of clouds to contain right. heat, to remove heat, et cetera. Like give you an example about several billion years ago, the temperature of the sun was was 30% less. So that today this temperature of the sun is around 6,000 degrees Kelvin. So if the temperature of the sun was 30% less, wow. what do you think the temperature of the earth should have been? That's a question. 30% less. But it wasn't. You would think that there would be everything would be frozen, right? But the earth had water. The earth had waterfalls. Everything was moving. The reality is that right. The I just want you to know, also, too, Dr. Shiva. For some reason, when you're when you're speak when you're speaking, there's a there's a delay in my response to you for some reason. Like when I when I speak with you, it doesn't just oh, come okay. in straight away. And then um, because you said that was a question. Actually, after you, after I heard you ask it, I answered it right away. So, so there's some sort of delay. And I want you to know, be patient with whatever technology or interference is going on here because it's nothing on my end or yours, but there are other interferences. So perhaps that's an issue. So, um, yeah, I did answer the question right after you asked it because I'm quick like that some, most of the time. And uh, just know that when you're speaking and then I interject, um, it's, I'm interjecting, but I can still hear talking from your end, but I think that you're done with the sentence, by the way. So if it seems like there's a mix in our communication, I just want to be clear that it's not me or you. All right. So, so if you consider clouds like the hypothalamus of your body, which knows how to yes. control and maintain temperature or the iris in your eye, the clouds are a very fundamental system, which does that. And there's been some extraordinary research done on this by Dick Lindzen, mm -hmm. Um, and others, you know, um, so they did not include clouds in their model. So it's fascinating to me. They're fi I'm finding that they're trying to manipulate clouds. It's almost like taking a knife and putting it into your hypothalamus, right? Or, or screwing around with the iris of your eye that would control the amount of radiation Ouch. that you come in. You see what I'm saying? But, but manipulating clouds is, uh, it could be that they want to perturb the clouds. So they create quote unquote, global warming. You see what I'm saying? Or create global cooling. But the clouds are the key yes. aspect of all of this. So, but when you take a systems perspective and you understand this notion of feedback systems, which is what engineers learn, um, and everyone should learn this, 
because without that knowledge, people will always be chasing the wrong thing. So people like Bill Gates, people like uh, Booby Kennedy, um, all these people are promoting the climate change nonsense because A, they do not understand science, B, they do understand science and they manipulate people. But the average person graduating high school has no idea of the laws of thermodynamics, right? They, they may know who what Kim Kardashian wears, but they don't know the basic laws of thermodynamics. And that should be it should be something that people should know by in the time they're fifth or sixth grade. Other countries students do know this. And that leads me to to make a very another very strong point. Okay. The obvious establishment is establishment and its ability, okay, to use all of its devices, especially the media, to be able to not only control the information that they're putting out and then people receiving it be unable to decipher or have discernment what is actually an educated response to what is being heard or what is just simply accepted because this, this media institution, for example, or this media monster is trusted. I'm aware that this is where you come in, yet when do you suppose through more people seeing the damage that's being done and that's been done from uh, atmospheric control? Uh, some people say it's the heart machine at Stanford University you know, the, the, the headquarters for the CIA, right, is really uh, weather modification 101 to where it is the elites that are controlling the weather so that certain things like in Haiti or what happened with the floods in New York recently or all these things can atmospherically throw Mother Nature out of whack to be able to promote an agenda. Do you have an opinion about that or is that what you're alluding to when you when you say that this is part of the 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 system science of power profit and control because that's really where i'm seeing everything comes comes from you know dumbing down using our education system to dumb down uh, critical thinking and uh, and using our education system to dumb down discernment of the truth because there is no foundation of truth look um, they want the, the fundamental thing that happened since 1970, DJ, was they started telling people what to think, not how to think. And starting in 1970, we started creating a world what of very, to think very and, and not how to think. Yes. Right. So we started creating a world of complex systems, right? Transportation systems, healthcare systems, election systems, right? Very complicated systems. These systems have fundamental principles you know, climate systems, and you can keep going on. But everyone uses the word system, but probably only 10 to 20,000 people on the planet understand system science. And without this knowledge of system science, people are always going to get duped. And that's fundamentally what's going on. So a finite set of people understand how these complex systems work. They understand the principles of systems, and they're able to manipulate things. And the only way out of it is for everyday people to learn system science. I used to teach it at MIT, right? Um, Kissinger knows system science. Yes. George Soros, Bill Gates understands it. <clears throat> and if he doesn't, he has people who know what we're telling him. So, the, and part of system, the, the, the key components of system science is every system has a goal, an intelligence system. Every system um, 
has the ability to see if it's achieving its goal, right, through watching the sensors, and it makes decisions on what input should go into a system to achieve its goal. So to your point, power profit control is their goal. And the inputs that they put into our system are to ensure that they achieve power profit control. One of those inputs is to make sure that people uh, bow down to the elites. And they do it in the obvious way that you bow down to a Bill Gates or a George Bush or, or Hillary Clinton, but you also bow down to the fake opposition like a Trump or a booby freaking Kennedy or a Tulsi Gabbard, who's all part of the military industrial complex. So they've created both wings, the obvious and the not so obvious, but they always want people to bow down. That's part of the input. As long as you're bowing down, you're not empowering yourself with the knowledge that they have. So it's like they have fire and they can burn things down or do what they want. Right. And you're living in darkness. So the, the purpose here is to educate people, those who want to learn. I'm not frankly here to convince anyone because we don't need to convince everyone. Those people really want to understand the physics of how systems work and anyone can learn it. You don't have to be a nerd. You don't have to be a mathematician. Those people learn that will compel them to organize. It's not just a curriculum. Um, John was saying, you know, people think it's just a, an education. It's not. That's right. only one piece. You have to build a community. You have to get on the ground. You have to create a bond among working people, a global union to smash this, right? You have to raise your consciousness. As you raise your consciousness, you will rightfully start cursing at these people, which you should. You will get angry, which you should, in a righteous way. But the most important thing is, without this understanding of systems, without this understanding of systems, what happens is people are following one idiot or another idiot, you know, left and right, Republican and Democrat. So it really starts with a foundational understanding how these systems operate. Well, when you when you when you say that, it is it is fundamental to understand the way that these systems operate. That is so critical because um, when you say that, uh, Dr. Shiva, what what comes to mind to me uh, first of all was what happened uh, with uh, General Motors Corporation in Detroit when the piping system was changed from the freshwater piping from the river, a nearby river that was actually going into a predominantly African-American community uh, and their homes to supply the water system. Those pipes were changed to actually go into the plant. This was during um, the Obama administration, you know, the so-called black savior, right? And, in eight years, he didn't do anything for black people. I'm just going to keep it real, okay? Because I'm one of them and we know. And yeah. um, it's like when Jesse Smollett came out. Yeah, it's like when Jesse Smollett came out talking about, you know, some MAGA white dudes dragged him in the back of a truck and then tried to rape him, blah, blah, blah. You know, most of the black community was looking at this young, you know, black kid like he's retarded and he needs uh, some mental uh health therapy because he's lying. So, you know, you can pretty much, you know, see in people's tone in their eyes, in their demeanor, you know, you, the, or we ought to be able to, to discern that. So uh, the, the pipe, the literal time it takes to, to, to industrially or to, to use industrial manufacturing to repipe a whole city's water system to a corporation and then turn around and have people turn on their water and still give that water to their children and still bathe in that water and still uh, drink it 
when obviously brown and contaminated. It's like, you gotta be able to see this dynamic going on, uh, the ignorance on both sides. Like the, if that were to happen in my community or in any community in America, um, most people and also most people who are parents with children would never give that water to their children because after those children had that water, drank it, uh, it cut off, you know, generations of, 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 you know, reproductive health and being able to birth healthy children and create all sorts of carcinogens. So it, it's just insidious to me that, that our uh, government can do something like that for the corporation control country we have. And then the people have no response to that because these people were screaming at, you know, Obama's limousine flying through their city and excited to see him after their water system had just been destroyed. So what do we do as people who know that this is happening and that your system science is here to educate people on what to do to respond to that? You know, you say you need only 10,000 folks, but where do you what do you do when the when the the masses are really that blind to their own or even participating in their own destruction? Well, so here's the deal, right? If you take people like Obama, right? He was created by the swarm. Um, anyone who gets mainstream media attention was created by these people and imposed on people. So after George Bush left office, um, people are really, really upset in this country. And every time people, anytime people get upset, they create a savior, right? And they have incredible amounts of money to take any idiot overnight, do great Madison Avenue marketing, create a message, hope, that was Obama saying, right? Make some mythos around these people, create fake heroes, and then shove them yes. down people's input that into the system. Overnight, they can do this. So none of these people have ever worked for their, um, you know, getting out there people, they were created. The Pritzker family in Chicago is the one who funded Obama. Typically there are, remember, so you have to recognize that all these people are organized crime families, okay? It's all organized crime. And that's what the swarm is. It's a multiracial, international, decentralized group of organized crime. So Obama comes from organized crime. Trump comes from organized crime. Kennedy comes from organized crime. All of these people are organized crime um, and they are supported, right? If you watch the movie, The Godfather, he tells you, you know, we, we own some senators, we own some lawyers, we own some judges. That's how it works, okay? So these people are front facing for organized criminals. So Obama was part of an organized crime family and he was promoted. Yes. And his, his job was something to make sure that overall poor blacks and poor whites would think he was the hope so they wouldn't have to build a bottoms up movement. And they do this in a very recurrent process in history. So Obama was created for that. They said he was gonna fight the man, right? He was gonna fight Wall Street. And what did he do in 2008 at the midnight hour when the entire economy tanked because of Wall Street and because of the big banks, he went and saved them, right? So he completely stabbed and that was his job. His job was to corral all the people step-by-step step so they wouldn't do anything so people sat on their hands thinking this black dude is taking care of it because he's black, right? Because white dudes typically do all the oppression. Oh, we got a black guy. Everything's fine. So poor blacks and poor white thought he was going to save them. Right. And his job was to keep people quiet 
not, I mean, go look at Chicago, go look at Illinois, where he was a senator. Um, we just met these two people at restaurant. They, they're saying they're leaving Chicago. You go out, you put your car out, it's gone. You know, it's a 90% chance it'll get stolen, all right? So that's what Obama created. But his job was to have this black face. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, all the speeches are written for him to manipulate people. And he did that. So he saved the big banks. Now, after they ran him out, meaning they used him like a uh, like a towel and squeezed him dry, they needed a next WWE performer. And that was Donald fucking Trump. Okay? So Donald Trump was brought in because now all the white people are upset. Okay? And by the way, 57% of people who voted for Trump voted for Obama. So they created him again overnight. Make right. America great. Right? Drain the swamp. Lock her up. And all of these messages are all crafted by the CIA PSYOP intelligence community for these people. Again, he's supported by a different crime family. He himself is a, cr a crime, part of a crime family, right? And he puts out all these slogans. All these poor white people support him. He convinced many people he was anti-establishment. He almost got me until I figured out that 72 hours after he said, lock her up to Hillary, he said, ah, that was just for the election. So the bottom line is that he was brought in to make sure, again, the white working class wouldn't rise up in a, in a popular movement, right? And that's what he did for four years. He did what he, what Obama did yes. to save the big banks, mm -hmm. did to save big pharma. That's what took place. But when you look at all of this, all of these people, mm -hmm. we talk, want to mm -hmm. talk about, let's say, soil or the wow. earth, they've all been about destroying the earth in a fundamental way, destroying people, accumulating more power, profit, control. Um, I give you an example, you know, Obama, Elizabeth Warren, Donald Trump, all of these Well, just people. interrupt you for, for a quick second. You know, our, the, the, uh, the, the, the Lord's Prayer, it says that, you know, uh, you know, on earth as it is in heaven, and that usually means the body is the earth, the mind is heaven. And so, when we talk about the parallel between the physical earth and then the ether or even, you know, the sky or outer earth, it's uh, it, the, the, the connection and the relationship is that yes, what happens in the mind is what happens in the earth because it's a, it's, it, and, and that's, that's the relationship between the two, even in, in the, the sinner's prayer. And it's, it's clear that whatever happens, you know, we say, of course, uh, on earth as it is in heaven, because again, whatever comes from the spiritual realm impacts what happens in the mind, which impacts what happens to your body, which is why so many people's health can be really, really bad because they're thinking about what they eat and not uh, considering what they eat. And then it affects whatever they're putting in their body affects the actual uh, physical space because there is no um, no awareness of how food is affecting the earth or how the mind and or how the, the heaven is affecting the earth, if that makes sense to you. Yeah, and all of these people have been involved in destroying the earth. Hillary Clinton um, got the biggest executive of Monsanto to run her campaign. She's pro-GMO, pro-Monsanto. And anyone, and I want everyone to write this down, uh, Booby effing Kennedy, who claims he's saving the waters, files lawsuits against Monsanto. It's all a front end. He endorsed Hillary Clinton, not once, not twice, three times, who was the one who's a big supporter of Monsanto. You say she's the person who got the most amount of money from Big Pharma. So if you're against Big Pharma and you're against Big Ag and Monsanto, why would you endorse Hillary Clinton? Let me repeat that again. 
if you're for the earth and you want to protect the waters and you want to protect the soil, why would you why would you on the one hand be running over here an organization called Water Keepers to supposedly save the environment and over here be endorsing, you know, the whore of Satan, which is what Hillary Clinton is. Right. Why would you do that? So that clearly shows that these people, anything they do is cosmetic. It has nothing because they have to protect their interests. Right. They all go to the same clubs. They all eat at the same place. They're all very close friends. They have all of them on, you know, speed dial. And this really needs to be understood. It doesn't matter what they say. He endorsed Hillary Clinton, not once, not twice, three times. And she supported the Monsanto Protection Act. Elizabeth Warren supported the Monsanto Protection Act, which allowed um, Monsanto to be protected, okay, from being sued in many ways, okay? So we have to always hammer these people on what they did do. You know, and exactly. since you want to- And, that, and, I, I, and also wanna, I wanna add, Yes, because I, I keep saying I keep saying to, uh, Dr. Shiva that we have to stop listening to the words that people say, and we have to start looking at their fruit. Look at the fruit. What are they producing? What have they done? What have they What have they actual? It's like it's like if you do plant a seed in the soil, and it, and it the seed propagates, it, it it starts to grow. Did you get a great harvest? Or did you get uh, a, a, is your harvest dead because of the because of the the because of the uh you know the fact that you have no ability to bear fruit so when i when i even think about monsanto or a corporation like that um and i consider the fact that they're banned in europe i think the monsanto family i don't know if they were irish or what but they had to, they, they were actually expelled from europe as a family and they they uh, from what i understand my, my teachings taught me that they had to flee to south america and then they went from south america and mostly settled in new york what i call and that everybody knows is hell's kitchen and so it, it's interesting to me that um this corporation is uh, literally getting away with murder. For example, uh, this whole, ve I'm vegan, I don't eat meat, I haven't had meat in about 30 years. And um, uh, I raised my children vegan. I have a son and, a, and a, a daughter, and my son graduated from a um, private university recently, thank God. But when you talk about the lesser two, two evils is killing your children, there's this, there's this inorganic soybean production that Bayer Monsanto has called glyphosate, which is something that apparently is a pesticide that can be sprayed on these um, these uh, genetically engineered soybeans. And when we eat Impossible Foods, that has a has a connection to to Monsanto, their they, their supply chain for soybeans comes from them. Literally, Impossible Foods, Impossible Burgers, this big you know vegan food kick. Their their soybeans are inorganic, genetically engineered, and they come from Mayor from Bear Monsanto. And nobody knows this. So they think that, you know, because I'm eating vegan or I'm uh, a vegan or I'm eating plant-based, that I'm eating healthy food when they're eating a glyphosate, glyphosate which is uh, known to affect the liver and also uh, stunt uh, uh, organ health and, and growth with uh, teenagers. Like it, we're, we're not doing our research because again, we're not aware of the soil where things are coming where our food's coming from which is why you know my whole interest in this subject was about being able to, to discuss the fact that we got to start 
the future of food is to grow our own. We got we got to start growing our own food and and trading our own seeds because right now Biden and NATO are in a deal where they want to illegalize the uh, trade of organic seed in the whole continent of Africa. And there's also the Georgetown Agreement. And the Georgetown Agreement was created in 1975 when I was like four years old. Yeah, I'm in my 50s now. And this Georgetown Agreement made 76 countries a part of the ACP, which is the African, Caribbean, Pacific Island countries. And they all created a signatory. The ACP created a signatory where the, the these, these 76 nations have signed off their livestock, their their maize, their corn, basically, and the, their cocoa, the three productions of farms that they have on their soil to the Georgetown Agreement, which is uh, headquartered in Brussels, Belgium, and uh, is strongly closely affiliated with the uh, German government. So uh, there's only six countries out of, of all of the continent of the holy book means the garden of eden um the the six countries that are not a part of the georgetown agreement or have not signed on since the implementation of it in 1975 are all arab nations that are that are they're primarily controlling the gdp of those countries so, so we have to really see the if that uh, this this land war, basically, this turf war, this soil, is really uh, why the 40 acres and a mule never happened, uh, why reparations never happened, why everybody else besides the Hebrew or the so-called you know Black American was not paid. Like we have to look at the the soil issues and how that's really affected the world and the population yeah. based on the the paradigm that you're teaching for well, truth the, freedom. The, the yeah, I, I think the the reality is. That I just want to just to mark on a couple of points just to make sure people are educated. This is you, Dr. You Shiva, to, before you answer that, I'm gonna um I'm gonna I'm gonna second give me one second. Oops, what happened? Yeah. So to everyone listening, um if people go to rfkexpose.com, um you will find uh, a very good website which lists uh all the inconsistencies, contradictions of Booby F. and Kennedy. Um, Hillary Clinton, when it comes to the soil, um, you know, uh, in her illustrious career has been very, very closely aligned with Monsanto. She hired the number one Monsanto lobbyist to support her campaign. And she took huge dollars from Monsanto. Well, why would Booby Kennedy endorse her? Not once, not twice, but three times. And I encourage everyone to go to rfkexposed.com and you can find all of this. And it was Booby Kennedy. You can see Hillary Clinton was a number one person who got most money from Big Pharma. And that's who also Kennedy endorsed. Okay. So people need to understand this fundamental issue that both um, the, the obvious and not so obvious establishment work together. The, when it comes to glyphosate, DJ, you know, many years ago, um, we did some of the, the fundamental research uh, that we published in a series of uh, six six papers and i'll show you that since we wanted to i'll be one second oops do you have to get going um go so ahead. one of the things yeah one of the things that emerges um i'm gonna there. go ahead and uh and end our interview and uh okay it's okay it's it's because I, I feel like there's so many more important things to discuss with you dr shiva especially about soil 
And yeah. I also feel like um, the, uh, yeah, I also feel like the the sound is being compromised for our interview for some reason. Like when you're speaking with me about very important things, the 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 your your uh, voice is being delayed. And like I said, that everything on my end is technically fine and your end as well. And uh, earlier today, there was some kind of national security alert that, that blared off on my computer, uh-huh. my phone. I think everybody got that. So I feel like if we, yeah, it was a national security alert. And I had my, my headphones in, my phone went crazy my computer went nuts uh, and it was just yeah, we being really again. loud noises the first I, I, what national else is, security why don't you alert test I know. On, our inter- on our interview day so I'd like to redo this with you yeah we can continue I'll just finish up with our audience saying goodbye to the them but thank you way I'm going to be able to um, have a decent conversation with you and continue this alright great thank you thank DJ. you for your time you I really appreciate you and I look forward to talking with you yep. again very soon yep. thank you Dr. Shiva you're okay, welcome yep. So everyone, that was DJ Swan. We wanted to speak about um, uh, the soil. One of the things I want to let everyone know is that when you look at the earth, when you look at the waters, uh, the existing swarm, all these politicians have been involved in destroying the earth. They've been involved in destroying the soil of the earth. And you know, uh, many years ago, uh, we did our own research and I'll show it to you. We published a series of several papers. Um, and this was the culmination of the six papers we published and was literally an analysis of how um, the glyphosate resistant GMO soy, which is Roundup Ready soy, uh, was depleting the plants of glutathione. And so this was a, uh, and, and my colleagues in this were myself, Michael Hansen, John Fagan, and Dr. Prabhakar Dhinakar. And what we did was, um, this was a six in the series of papers, but we literally mapped out from a systems perspective all the subsystems that are involved in the um, that are involved in plants, and what you can see here is every plant processes carbon through this pathway. So plants actually produce formaldehyde, and in the normal case, formaldehyde is produced and it's um, you know taken out. Um, when a plant undergoes oxidative stress, there are these other mechanisms which affect this pathway, like when a plant has drought. But what we discovered was when genetic modification takes place, the plant goes into oxidative stress. And we proved this conclusively in this paper. Um, and this took a lot of effort. It was, it was a three-year research project, which I funded ourselves. You know, we, didn't, we couldn't get funding from anyone else. Um, and we literally mapped out all the molecular pathways in plants, as you're seeing here. And then we um, uh, mathematically with these pathways, which are coming from peer reviewed literature, integrated all this. And we showed is in the normal case, in the absence of uh, glyphosate, a, a plant actually cleans up its, um, uh, you know, uh, 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 glutathione. Um, I, I mean, uses glutathione, but this was a key thing of the paper. So this is our results where we're showing that in the organic plant, plants have very high levels of glutathione, which is an important antioxidant. But in the Monsanto created or uh, inorganic Roundup Ready soy, you can see there's 250% less glutathione. And then you can see here people replicated or also did this in the, in the greenhouse and they got the same results, okay? So this is very, very important. From a soil perspective, what's happened is uh, the soil has actually been destroyed um, and Farmers are now uh, reliant on these pesticides from financially, 
um, and from a uh, legal standpoint. And more importantly, what's occurred is that the soil, because of this very complex systems uh, phenomenon that takes place that you need healthy soil bacteria um, and those soil bacteria are being destroyed, the microbiome of the soil in many ways. So they've replaced it with pesticides, right? Um, they've then engineered crops. And now these seeds that they produce are actually very weak, right? So Monsanto Roundup Ready Soy, when you plant it, when they, pl when they put their pesticide, the plant will grow, okay? So they've created for the farmers, on the one hand, you have to buy their seeds and you have to buy their pesticides. And then on top of that, the seeds are weak, so they have to coat them because the, the soil organisms are eating their seeds. So they have to coat them with neonicotinoids, which screw up the, the uh, bees. So it's a very complex biology, but you can see step by step by step, what's really happened is big agriculture, which is owned and operated as an organized criminal outfit, supported by all of these people, including Booby Kennedy. Booby Kennedy, again, endorsed Hillary Clinton, who's pro-Monsanto, Booby Kennedy's friends with Elizabeth Warren, who supported the Monsanto Protection Act. All of these people um, have been part of this problem. Um, someone said Patrick Bet David would be a good choice. Well, Patrick Bet David is part of the problem, okay? He's a schmuck, okay? Uh, in 2020, he wanted to interview me. I said, great. Uh, we went to the airport at 6 a.m. He was supposed to have flights ready, and he completely reneged on the original agreement and uh, thought that I was gonna play, pay for the flights when he had agreed. So Patrick Bet David is also a manufactured uh, swarm creature, uh, him and Joe Rogan of the same ilk, and he'll never put me on because um, he doesn't want the truth that he'll just act like he's anti-establishment, um, but he's part of the problem. The only people that are going to build a movement of truth, freedom, health is us. Don't rely on any of these people, we're not waiting on them. So any one of you listening here, what are the three things you can do? As many of you know, I'm running for president. So go get the Dr. Shiva for President bumper sticker, shivaforpresident.com. Put it proudly on the back of your car. It's a good way for you to say fuck you to the swarm. But more importantly, you're going to reach about 100,000 people. Go to shivanumeral4president.com and make sure all of you get um, a copy of the flyer that we've created and you start handing it out, okay? And this flyer really talks about how, what they've done to the soil, what they've done to the earth, what they've done at every level is destroying the lifespan of the US public. The lifespan of the American public is going downward, all right? That's what's really happening. And this is a systems problem. And the only way out of this is not online. We have to go offline. So I'm gonna play a great video that we teach people what to do. The future is offline. Some, one of these interviewers, Really, she didn't get it in her brain that, you know, we have to go offline and you can see her question and my answer to it. Extreme mind control that more than half of our populace is under. How are you meandering around that?
um, that we put together to really inspire all of you to get on the ground. And the way you get on the ground is simply go to shivaforpresident.com and you can, um, I think there's both flyers up there that John's put up. Um, let me give you the download. So if, if you go to shivaforpresident.com, again, we wanna make this very practical, get the bumper sticker, go to shivaforpresident.com, go to the download section and you'll see we have this flyer and I think there also should be the Shatter the Swarm flyer, okay? Where that is. John, is that up here? Let's see where that is. John, you should put both flyers up, okay? But this is a flyer everyone should get. You can print this out, black and white, do whatever you can, but you notice it tells people the lesser of two evils is killing our children, shares that very important graph, what's happening to lifespan, educates people on who the swarm is, and then gives people the solution over here. So that's what we, uh, all of you guys can do, you know, get on the ground, recognize that the only way that we're going to change um, the world is you getting on the ground, you recognizing that we've created a movement, a global movement for truth, freedom, health, learn the science, get on the ground, have the, the clear vision of truth, freedom, health. And as I sign off, I want to encourage everyone to become truth, freedom and health warrior scholars um, and, you know, support our campaign. I'll play you our campaign video as we sign off. John, I'm gonna play this, but anyway, everyone be the light, be well, and get on the ground and fight. Uh, tomorrow is our open houses. We have two of them. You can come online, go to vashiva.com slash orientation and sign up, or for the town hall, go to shiva4numero4president.com slash town hall. Um, get involved. Um, John, I'm gonna sign off with our presidential video and you'll um, turn it off, right, John? Who would have ever thought I'd be running for president of the United States of America? I was born a low caste untouchable in India's caste system, a system of aristocracy, oppression, and racism. My name is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. I'm an MIT PhD, a Fulbright scholar, a scientist, engineer, entrepreneur, and inventor. My family and I left India to come to America on my seventh birthday. I grew up in the working class neighborhoods of New Jersey, playing baseball, mowing lawns, painting houses, and coding software. My friends and neighbors are Blacks, Italians, Irish, people of all races. As a 14-year-old, I wrote 50,000 lines of software code to create the world's first email system and was awarded the first U.S. copyright for email, recognizing me as its official inventor at a time when copyright was the only way to protect software inventions. I did that long before I ever came to MIT, revealing that big innovations can occur anytime, anyplace by anybody. Growing up, I saw politicians dividing us by race and religion in both America and India to have us fighting each other while they remained safe in their gated communities and in their playgrounds of Hollywood, Martha's Vineyard, and Silicon Valley. I'm a fighter. I fought racism and exposed their imperialist wars, fought for workers, and put my life on the line against global corruption. I never wanted to run for political office. All that changed when I saw working Americans as never before being duped by the establishment and the not-so-obvious establishment. Across left and right, we were being sold out and made to forget why we came to America and why America existed. Lawyers, academics, billionaires, celebrities and politicians, elites, Clintons, Kennedys, Bidens, Obamas, Bushes, black and white have hijacked America. They printed trillions for their friends. They delivered crumbling infrastructure, corruption and racism. They transferred trillions to themselves, dividing black and white, fear-mongering and fake science. Lockdowns and censorship, dirty air, food and water, pushing drugs upon us, making us sicker. We've been sold out. One set of rules for them and another for us. We deserve a warrior with a history of courage in putting everything on the line for you, who believes in you, not them, who has created a movement bottoms up 
for truth, freedom, health. I've exposed their lies at the right time, never waiting until it was popular. I've exposed their false gods who exist to lead you back to them. I've exposed their fake science of lockdowns and masking and provided you solutions to fight them and win and protect your immune system, saving millions. I exposed Fauci, galvanized the fire Fauci campaign when others remained silent. When they stole our election, we sued the government and Twitter in our historic 2020 federal lawsuit, exposing in bare view the government and big tech censorship infrastructure, the unholy alliance between government and social media companies. Where was Elon and his grifters? They stood by the sidelines and did nothing. They did not use their megaphones to help us when it could have made a big difference. Now our movement grows for truth, freedom, health, independent of all of them. Every day millions are learning the science of systems, the knowledge the elites do not want you to have, so you may learn how to think, stand up, and fight, independent of the establishment of left and right and their fake heroes. Now it's time for you to join the movement to win back America, to win back truth, win back freedom, win back your health. That's why I'm running for President of the United States. This race is about you. This race is about truth, freedom, health versus power, profit, control. We've had enough. They think we'll fall in line and vote again for their lawyers, celebrities, billionaires, and chosen ones from above. We choose our heroes from below, from the rank and file who do what is right at the right time, not when it's convenient and popular. They can never represent us. What America needs is a movement by the working people, for the working people, who are educated, organized, decentralized, and fight for independence from their systems of control. And that movement exists. It's ready for you. We don't need them. We need us to go bottoms up, neighbor to neighbor. My journey, your journey are all the same. It's our time. It's time we had one of us. It's time to win back truth, freedom, health, to win back America, be part of this historic movement all the way to our victory on November 5th, 2024. If you're an American citizen, pledge your vote now for Dr. Shivaya Duray, the independent candidate for U.S. president. No matter where you live, you can be a part of this. Volunteer as little as 20 minutes a day. Don't delay. This is Dr. Shivaya Duray, and I approve this message. Paid for by Dr. Shiva for president.